the SF Music Tech Summit, recorded live by Media One Audiovisual. To learn more about us, visit us online at MediaOneAudio.com. Up next, we have Albin Servian. Am I pronouncing that right? Yep. From MXP4, Bopware Games. Okay, thanks. Hi, my name is uh, Albin Servian. I'm the CEO of uh, MXP4. We are based in Paris, but Mark Collins here is heading our US operation. Um, MXP4 is about uh, developing uh, social music games on Facebook first. Um, our, vi our vision is uh, really about uh, allowing music fans uh, to play with their preferred music. It's really a lean uh, forward uh, experience. If you, if you look at Facebook and the number of uh, fans, artist fans, you know, on Facebook, it's huge in terms of how many fans like an artist. If you think about David Gala one year ago, he had six, six million fans on Facebook. Now he's about 25, uh, 25 million fans on Facebook. And if you look at the, we have 200 artists with at least one million fans on Facebook, which is pretty huge. And you think, if you think about uh, the, source, the social uh, music, the social gaming industry, like the Zynga, Playfish, and the others, it's a huge business. It's a $3 billion business, and music is still a non-tapped category for social gaming on, on Facebook, and this is really our, uh, our focus. And the opportunity is really for us to gamify artist fan pages on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, Bopler is uh, one of our first products available on Facebook. It's still on, uh, on beta uh, right now, and it's live. You can play with it and start playing with it. Uh, we have a mixed DNA of uh, tech, tech company and also developing social games. We have a patented technology which uh, allows us to scan any MP3 on the fly and connect it to, to, connect it to any game developed with our SDK. Then it's done on the fly, and we have uh, 12 games which are already available from the, from the platform. Um, then uh, what, what, what is uh, Bopler about? It's about playing with your preferred music, challenging your friend, enter fan tournaments, have fun, and get rewards on Facebook. Uh, here's a demo. It's available on Facebook already. Um, it looks like uh, the first music game arcade on, uh, on Facebook. We have uh, 12 games available right now. Here are a few demos. We are really inspired by classic arcade games, you know. My mama told me when I 
And the, the, the gameplay of the game is really driven by the information we've scanned from the, from the MP3. And now we have uh, 12 games available on the platform. It's like a music game arcade. You know. Then you can have fun, share with friends, challenge with friends, and enter fan tournaments. Uh, as far as the business model is concerned, you know, think about Zynga, Playfish. It's a virtual goods-based uh, business model. Uh, we expect most of the people to play for free, about 95% of the people to play for free, like Farmville, you know, and 5% of them to play to play uh, to pay for virtual goods, including boosters or uh, food truck uh, food truck game. Uh, we are launching right now. The way we we try to uh, acquire a consumer on Facebook is pretty simple. The application is embedded in artist fan pages. We have just launched a new application, the same application, Bobler for David Guetta, the French DJ, and this is a totally branded, you know, uh, Bobler application available from his uh, fan page where we have 25 million fans. We have the same for LMFAO, Jackson 5, Tiesto, and some others. Our mission become the leading social music game company. That's it. Great. Thank you. Um, so I remember covering uh, MXP4 a few years ago, and it was like a standalone thing. And you know, I think it makes a lot of sense within Facebook yeah. Um, but I'm wondering whether you're looking beyond Facebook at all, or are you happy on Facebook? And also, uh, what do you anticipate happening later on after yeah, FE? You're right. We started in 2007, and we started by developing a new uh, interactive audio format. You know, and the first two years we failed, and then we transitioned the company into a social game company. Uh, no, we are focused on Facebook. We are a small team, you know, and we are really trying to make a success of Bopler first. As you can imagine, I guess that's one of your questions, uh, it has taken some time to get the licensing deals with the labels and the publishers. Now it's live, we are getting the first contents now online, and we are really focused on, you know, making it a success. Then it's about Facebook, but within two weeks we have a partnership with uh, Mobile Rody, and we are embedding uh, one of these games in uh, one of the Mobile Rody applications for David Geller. Okay, neat. Um, you mentioned the, the licensing, and I can imagine there's uh, some pretty, you know, this isn't something that people have been doing for very long. Yeah. Um, what, what's your experience been like? Is there resistance? Are people coming around, or, or well, how's first, that going? Well, first you need to, to start with a good lawyer in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it has taken some time, but we haven't seen too much resistance. As, as I said, you know, music on Facebook, like uh, making it a business, Music, social music game is still an untapped category. Then those have been quite, you know, pushy and uh, supportive for us, and we have deals with uh, all the publishers and most of the labels right now. You can guess from the artists we have live. Mm -hmm. And so, it sounds fairly scalable. I mean, it, so it looks at an MP3 and just makes this. I mean, is it really that simple? Is this something that you can yeah, make well, this in a day? We are getting content, MP3, metadata, uh, metadata from from the labels, the managers. Uh, Okay, it's directly ingested on the platform. This morning we did ingest in Paris 20 tracks, including some from uh, Nicole Chasinger, uh, Geta again, and some others. And it's done in a few minutes. Wow. Okay, any uh, audience questions? MXP Bopper, there we go. You know, I, I think you mentioned this, but where is the music coming from? It's housed on, it's music that's, uh, that you own already? 
and then it's going through your format no, too. No, first we, we, we have so we have the deals with the publishers and the labels. Then we are getting the the, the audio files from the from the labels, and it's directly ingested in the in the system. This is where we get the all the tracks we are using are licensed. No. So oh, okay, so you're, you, there's a list of songs obviously you choose from that you can play yeah, in these games. Exactly, there is a classic you know catalog you can browse. Etc. Right. Are people purchasing these tracks then? Well, the the, the way it um, the way it's built is that you can play for free uh, 60 version of a song up to three times a day. 60 seconds of a song? 60 seconds. And you can play the full track version, but you need to use Facebook credits. That's the, way it's, that's the way it works. Then you can play for free. It's like a demo or trial mode as a game. Or, and if you want to play the full track, then you have to use Facebook credits. And obviously, if you use a full track, you will get more points, more rewards, more experience on the platform. You know? And then is that a revenue share model but then with, the, uh, with the labels and revenue the publishers? Share. Any other questions? I know we lost Elliot for a second there. Going once, going twice. Gone. Thank you, Alvin. Thanks. Oh, my mic is there, is it? Yeah, it's okay. We're now ready for Mike Moore. Mike, want to pop up here from Headliner? Dick, dick, do. Well, I set everything else up. Oh, no. Is that your first one? That's the first one. Ta-da! All right. Uh, I actually need that one. You need that one. Okay. Hey, how you doing? So I'm not here to give a product demo. I'm here to make a partnership announcement. Um, so uh, I started my company, Headliner FM. That's a company I have. Basically, to solve this problem, um, you know, most technology's changed everything. Everyone's here today in this room because we know this. Uh, distribution and uh, production definitely have been solved. Lots of easy ways to produce music cheaply. You can do it in your bedroom. And you can distribute it globally for like 30 bucks a month. Pretty incredible. The last leg of that stool over there, promotion, is cracking. And uh, we're trying to break it apart. Uh, so currently right now, most artists are kind of on their own. They have to share content with their existing social circle, which is a great way to share, but also equally broken. Um, what it basically means, no one in this room is going to use these platforms in a de novo state to reach a million, 10 million people. They're just not built. In fact, the people that last gentleman was up here talking about that have all these fans got them because David Gaeta is very popular through other forms of media, other forms of media driving attention. People are liking them. So I came up with a much better idea. The idea is basically to uh, share through other artists. So you have other artists recommend you to their fan base. It's much quicker. It's much better. It lets you share outside your so social circles. Um, and what I'm here to announce is that we've partnered with SoundCloud, because SoundCloud is the best possible way to upload and share your music on the net with your existing fan base. And now we have the best possible way to do this outside of your social circle. So as of today, anyone, any artist here has a SoundCloud account could go find our app on SoundCloud, click it, and it will allow you to get a free Headliner Pro account for three months and 100,000 bound bucks that will let you reach 100,000 fans for free. Um, we just want to get as many people on here uh, sharing as possible. So that's what I'm here to announce. Great. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Yeah, that's like a record. Not so fast. Not so fast. Um, so I just, I guess I could ask this really of anybody who's working with Facebook, but um, I think people are kind of nervous about uh, sharing information on Facebook, just you know, this is nothing directed at you specifically, but dealing with Facebook, how do you how do you address that um, the trust issue that that some of us at least have on Facebook? 
In, in what respect? I mean, an artist sharing their personal information? I guess uh, in terms of fans sharing, I mean, can't fans like uh, reshare these things? Well, that's, that, that's the idea, yeah, but it's, it's no different than how you currently share now. So the way our platform works is right now, if you want to share something with your fans, you post it in your stream and you share it with fans. We're allowing other artists to share one another's recommendations in their stream. So you actually are sharing the content identically. It's no mm -hmm. different, except instead of ha taking your content, uploading it to Facebook, sharing it with your fans, and then asking your fans to reshare, instead of asking those fans to reshare, you're asking tens of thousands of other artists to reshare. Okay. So the implications are much, much wider All right. well, and much now stronger. I'll, I'll ask another question that yeah. makes sense this time okay. here. Um, uh, so why would, how is it going with artists recommending each other? I mean, aren't they in competition and are they using this organically or is it kind of like a, are, are people gaming the system? How's that working out? It's a good question. So we spent six months, maybe longer, creating an incentive system. I'm going to bore the hell out of everyone. I have a background in economics and you want to create incentive systems that do not break um, the system you're trying to manipulate, Right. And we really thought, came up with this crazy idea of band box. It's a virtual currency. We found out that when you offer people band box that can only be exchanged for replacement media value, it's a very good incentive. Only 15% of our recommendations get passed through, which means 85% of them do not get recommended. We have a highly curated community. If we were to make that incentive cash, right, a logical person would say, this is an advertising network. You have people that want to market themselves and people that have inventory, social feeds pay them in cash. Well, that's a crappy incentive system. It breaks the social contract and creates spam and does a whole bunch of other really bad stuff. So before we even launched a platform, we had endless hours of beating each other up, uh, thinking about how do you create an incentive system that enhances this. And so far, it's been working well. You know, we send out tens of thousands of recommendations a day. We have artists on our platform from Pitbull on down to crazy people like Dolly Parton. Um, and it works really well. I mean, having an artist recommend you, if it's done right, if it's done for the right reasons, is almost better than a fan. Um, and it's not something that's new. You know, artists have been touring for years. They mean, you know, since the days of the Motown Review. This is an old, old idea. It's just now scalable. Um, it's nearly free. Um, and it really kind of solves marketing on these platforms. Because like I said, it, these platforms were not built to market yourself on. They were built to share content with a very small Symmetric social circle. All right. Do we have any questions from the audience on Headliner FM? Um, well, I, I guess just in terms of uh, musicians that are combining together to put out an album together, that would be a very useful device. Um, but do you ever find that there might be pushback in the fact um, having too much stuff in someone's stream, it might be difficult to decide what is something they truly recommend as an artist? Like, how much can you recommend? How many bands? You can't recommend that much. You can recommend three things a day, and then it, you can't recommend anymore. And we find that's a good limit. And we, if anyone abuses the system, we have a, a very good, you know, we have a hundred, over 100,000 artists, and they monitor one another. Um, not that uncommon. Like eBay has a great self-policed kind of community. We have a, a very good one as well, too, because people care about the community. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for doing. Thank you. Up next, we have Joel Resnikow from Rexley, and then we have a surprise special guest that's not on the program. Welcome. I am Joel Resnikow, CEO and co-founder of Rexley, 
And at Rexley, we make Apple Music Social. That means iOS and iTunes. Uh, for us, it's a big white space. Uh, and for them, uh, it's a huge blind spot as they're fighting this multi-front war against Google and Facebook. And why are we doing this? Today, we're talking a lot about the future, talking about a lot of, about a lot of emerging platforms. But the present is still Apple. It's iOS and iTunes, 250 million users, 3 billions in revenue. Your friends are still the biggest influence on what you buy, and you know, have no idea what they're doing in the most ubiquitous platform. Uh, but fear not, uh, we're bringing Pandora into the social mix momentarily. Uh, additionally, uh, we're going to be adding more channels in music, movies, books, and TV over time to get at the elusive taste graph. Uh, buzzword number one, I'll try and cut down. Uh, so what I'm demoing today is a very simple but very powerful iPhone application um, for the masses. Uh, if you love it today, it may be the kiss of death, but I, I still hope you like it. Uh, at its core, it's a music player. Um, with one button, you can access your music picker wherever you are in the experience. Um, the play, the basic player functionality as well as the player are always there. We believe that keeping this static is a key improvement over the native player. Um, uh, account creation is through Facebook Connect, but even before you create an account, you can see activity from uh, public influential users, and you can start sampling music and socializing before you even create an account. Uh, during the sign-up process through Facebook, uh, it's very simple. We show you your friends that are on the site. You can follow them to seed content quickly, and we ask you about your privacy settings, and there's a variety of privacy settings. Uh, because not everyone wants to share everything with everyone, so whether you want to um, lurk in the shadows or shine in the spotlight, there is a privacy setting tailored to you. Uh, we're running on production servers, so this isn't going super fast over this Wi-Fi. I'll skip that. So the most core social functionality that's missing from the native player is sharing. So with one click, uh, you can share out to Facebook and Twitter kind of in a four-square manner. Uh, send out the comment to anyone in social media or any one of our users. Um, and the core discovery platform is simply seeing what your friends and influential users are listening to in iOS or iTunes. Um, give that a second. Oops. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to have to give an angry phone call to my lead engineer. Anyways, <laughs> so the, uh, the, the core social feature is a feed of what your friends, your actual friends are really listening to. And uh, the default view is algorithmic to service the most uh, significant actions from the people that you trust the most. So you'll see heavy rotation and album listens uh, prioritized above single song listens. You can play directly in the player. Those are samples from iTunes. Uh, the familiar thumbs up and thumbs down that serves as a bookmark. It helps us tune our engine. And you'll see thumbs up counts on other stuff to help bubble up content. Buy from iTunes in one click. And again, socialize around any content there. Uh, you find your friends and influential users through the people quadrant. And in the profile quadrant, that's where your account management comes from. Uh, and the, the most popular feature we found uh, during our customer development was the ability to hide something. Uh, because everyone's got their guilty pleasures. Everyone listens to Bieber or their kid listens to Rafi on their phone. So you can hide anything on the song, artist, or album level. And it'll never appear on our site uh, or, rec or social media again. So the app is out on 926. Uh, you can go to rexley.com slash iPhone for more information. Uh, and while this is very simple in mass market, we have very big plans. So stay tuned. Thank you very much. Great. Thanks, Joel. Um,
So you're launching pretty soon after this Facebook thing that I keep bringing up, but uh, they, they, from my understanding, they seem to be, you know, trying to do sort of a social music thing within Facebook, obviously. So how do you feel about that? Are you nervous? Uh, I've certainly gotten a few condolence calls, but at the same time, uh, Facebook and Google haven't had a great track record with new products lately. And the way I view it is a uh, social platform for music is as powerful as, as who's there and who's not there. So the services that are going to be there at launch represent less than 1% of Facebook users. And by my estimates, 65% of Facebook users are on iOS. So I'm not really sure who's David and Goliath here. Uh-huh. OK. Um, and I guess, so you see 30-second samples of the stuff that, uh, that's in your feed. Are you looking at ways to implement full track play to playback? I mean, either through integrating with music services, you know, the subscriptions, or uh, that Playdar thing. I don't know if you've heard of this Playdar that can, you know, apparently uh, take one playlist and match it against another one so that if I have the song that you shared, I can hear it. Anything like that? Absolutely. We, we've been thinking about Playdar functionality. We're going to build it as soon as we can, uh, as well as for Spotify and RDO users. You'll be able to get full track listening soon. Um, and a big request from our users has been to both Pandorify your library, create playlists for you, which is something we're perfectly capable of doing, as well as sprinkling in friends' uh, listening items that are similar. We can do that with object-level metadata from various places, and that's probably where we're going. Uh, we want it to be simple and feel like magic, so you can get stuff that you like with just minimal effort. Effort is the, the, the enemy of fun with music. <laughs> All right, thanks. Any questions from the audience? I think Tattoo Guy wants to talk. Uh, does it work with music that's not available on iTunes? Uh, so we're working out solutions for that. Um, like I said, we're a middle market tool, uh, but we're finding solutions for indie stuff. Uh, we're going to integrate Bandcamp. And we're going to look into SoundCloud as well, uh, just because, you know what, the hippest of the hip, who you want to follow on our site, that's where they're going to be listening to. Um, it's a metadata problem that we all face, uh, and we're going to work with the, the leaders in the field to solve it as quickly as possible. Is, is the underlying technology something that you're going to be licensing out? Uh, it's hard to say. Um, we're not closed off to being a software partner for a, a, a hardware maker, kind of like Digit is for Griffin. Um, but really, we're focusing on our core product, um, which caters to the mass market and the biggest platforms out there. And we'll slowly get to the smaller platforms over time. All right, last question. Hi. Uh, do you have any plans to filter the feed, i.e., if I really like you know, one person's specific music, can I prioritize that on my list, or is it always going to be purely chronological? So there, there's a feature we have hidden in the back called Super Trust. Um, we'll make it more prominent when the network gets more dense. Um, but you can actually add, create a short list of users you trust the most, uh, and they get weighted very heavily in, in our algorithms. They effectively replace K-nearest neighbors, and all the research shows that um, if you actually identify the people you trust, and filter off of that, it reduces prediction error by up to 50%. So the Netflix prize is trying to reduce error by 10%. Um, it's a really powerful technique known as ever done in a consumer-facing product. So very, very simple functionality, but we hope a powerful experience for a whole lot of people. Um, don't love it too much if you're here. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Joel. And here is our surprise 
guest, Peter Watts, and he's going to show us something called Music Plus, right? Unless there's another surprise. Plus music. <laughs> Plus music. How could I do that? Plus music. Hey, so I'm going to play with Fire and just uh, install this on the fly and just hope that it works. So you can, it's a Google Chrome extension and you can get it by going to plusmusic.me. And when you add it to Chrome, you get a little icon up the top. And so the basic idea behind uh, this extension is just to make music listening while you're on the, re on the web really super simple. So you have you know, music spread all over the web and you know, sometimes you just don't care. You just want to, you see a band somewhere and you're just like, I just want to start listening to this band. So that's what this does. So let's get it started. You just type a band. And so it pulls a, uh, is this? Is there some uh, sound? So it finds MP3s from across the web. Um, it also connects with audio. If you have an audio account, you can get full streams. And in the future, I'll also be working with SoundCloud, Spotify, those sorts of things. So down the bottom, you have you know similar artists that you can uh, jump into a different artist. And you can also uh, queue uh, artists up one after another. And it sort of builds this playlist here and uh, pulls in a whole lot of their um, social profiles from across the web so that you can jump into that artist and start exploring them. So that's like the basic functionality, but where it gets interesting is when you're um, actually out browsing the web. So say you're, you know, reading an article and you see a band name uh, mentioned and you, and you want to find out what that band uh, sounds like. So really quickly, Right click them. And she gave away the secrets of her past. Okay, she said I lost control again. Something's going weird, but basically you can right-click a band name and it'll instantly start uh, playing music by that band. It also has uh, integration with Facebook. I know a lot of us are looking forward to um, some of the uh, upcoming things uh, that Facebook's doing around music. I'm a little uh, impatient, so I just went along and uh, built this. If you go to a, a band's Facebook page, then it adds a little plus button next to their name, and uh, when you click it, you can start listening to music by that band. It also puts this little player up here in the top, and uh, wherever you go uh, throughout Facebook, it doesn't matter, uh, it's still there, um, and you can uh, pause the track that you're listening to, all that sort of stuff. It also adds down in the side column here, similar bands, so that you can go um, explore you know, bands that are related to this. So this is a really quickly uh, hacked together um, little demo, but you know, what, what I'm, where I'm looking to take this is to you know, make it easier for you to sort of enjoy the music that's out there on the web without worrying how or where to get it from. You can just continue with uh, enjoying the music. Cheers. Um, so I, I think Chrome extensions are great. Um, are you looking at any way to? I mean, as a Chrome extension developer, and you know, I'm an English major, so I'm not. I'm not uh, at that level. Is there? Are Are you aware of any possibilities of of moving stuff like this into other browsers, or is is this going to always be a Chrome thing? Definitely, um, there's that possibility. Firefox. Uh, obviously has uh, add-ons, Safari, I'm pretty sure has extensions, even uh, Internet Explorer. I mean, there's definitely a problem. 
um, around extensions. People don't always like understand the concept of them, and people don't even know what Google Chrome is. People don't know what a browser is. <laughs> so there's a lot of um, uh, problems around this. But you know, I'm sort of looking at those sort of solutions, and I'll probably have an application that is like just simply an app that you you know install on your machine, like any other program that lets you sort of browse the web and listen to music in sort of one integrated experience. I don't know if uh, anyone's used Rockmelt, the idea where it's like heavily tied in with uh, social networking while you browse. Um, there's a possibility to do that uh, with music, and that's a sort of easier message to get across to say, go install this program rather than go get you know, this obscure browser and install this extension for right, it. This obscure browser that you're probably using anyway, right? Yeah. And you don't know it. Um, and has Facebook given you a call about this? Are they, I mean, are they interested in a positive way, a negative way, a neutral way, or uh, not I'm not at all? sure. Um, I spoke to someone um, from Facebook, and they said it, it did the rounds and raised some eyebrows. I but that was, that, was, um, that was all I heard. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's kind of... It's heavily dependent on the interface, and it sort of injects all this extra little content into Facebook as you browse it, which is a bit problematic because um, if they go ahead and change their UI, then it breaks. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's not the perfect solution, but um, I'm definitely keen to see, you know, what they come out with. You know, I'd love to see it um, be a really great sort of music uh, experience on Facebook, but I'm just not sure, you know, how to look and, you know, I think that it's hard for you can't rely on every website uh, to provide the music you need. And like even just this inconsistency among um, band pages. One band will have music, one band won't have music. So the idea is just to create, you know, a unified experience that works the same for, you know, every band. And you know, going down the track, you know, it's pretty limited in sort of where it finds its music at the moment. But down the track, you'll search for a band. It'll be like, here's their MySpace tracks, here's Bandcamp, SoundCloud, here's all the ways to uh, explore this artist. And hopefully that does a number of things, such as, like, driving the sort of visibility of platforms like SoundCloud and, you know, newer ones that are coming up, making sure that people are aware that here's all the places they can find music for that band. And also just making it easier, you know. The whole thing is, like, if you take away that friction of getting music... Um, then hopefully they'll engage with that artist, get to know them, get to love them, you know, go to shows, buy content, that sort of stuff. Nice. Um, and I've I wrote this up on on Evolver in a question that I that I like forgot to ask and including that article is, um, what's the business model or is there one? Is it just a neat thing? I mean, I've used it. It's it's remarkably smooth. Um, what's the plan? Well, yeah. For one thing, um, so if you look here on the extension and go to the sort of settings, you can. Um, switch it to audio mode and then that for that it'll um, pull tracks from audio and so if you're not signed into audio um, then it encourages you to uh, sign up and get a, an account and through that I get sort of affiliate fees. Ah. I've made 10 cents so far it's amazing but um, <laughs> yeah that's you know one possibility of like affiliate uh, things through driving sales and uh, subscriptions there's also you know possibility around, you know, incorporating advertising in some way, partnerships with sort of, you know, media of, of various forms. But, you know, I think a really big part of it is, like, um, just really looking to create a, that sort of, like, simplified, unified listening experience. And um, hopefully through that, you know, get enough eyeballs that, you know, you're in a position to do interesting things and, you know, 
many companies uh, before have figured out the exact details of the monetization down the track. This is true. All right, do we have any audience questions for Plus Music? I can take one. I'm going to make it this guy right here. Not, not so much a uh, question, more of a biz dev, biz, biz dev opportunity. But I work for Ticketfly, and we sell tickets, and we have an affiliate program. So uh, there's an opportunity for you to make another 10 cents. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Like ticketing, merch. Like the whole idea is that they just do you know one search instead of searching a whole lot of platforms, just like a single search, and it just pulls in you know content, whether it's actual streaming music or even just like you see here. You know, you can actually jump to their Wikipedia and all that sort of stuff and ticketing and concerts around them. There's a lot of, um, a lot of potential to pull that stuff in as well. All right. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. I'll take your hand, too. Thank, Thank you. you.